Pastor Mike McCoy, welcoming you to the Time of Truth. I pray this be a help to you. I'm in Hebrews chapter number 11. Hebrews 11 verse number 1. And I think this is uh, it's going to help somebody here today. Hebrews 11 and 1, if you found that, shout amen. amen. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Father, I love you and I thank you for this day. And one of these days we're going to cast our crown at your feet. God, there's no place to stop or give up or lay down. I'm asking you to help us today, God. Fill my mouth, guard my tongue. Preach me with accuracy inside the bounds of this book. I pray that you'd touch every heart in the house, those that are here, those that are watching via video or listening on the internet. I'm praying, God, that you'd use this piece of flesh one more time. Preach me like a dying man to dying people. Let us see the need, God, for seeking the Lord in these last days. Bless this word for your sake. I'll give you praise, honor, and glory. God, save some lost soul here today. Save some lost soul, Lord. It's, it's more than imaginary. God, it's reality. Let them come to the truth and the knowledge of the Lord today. The Holy Ghost do what only he can do. You do it, Lord. You do your work. I'll praise you for it. Ask it in the king's name, Jesus. Amen. And amen. I saw this back early in the year, and I preached it at Brother Gary's. I want to try to open it back up today with a little different thought on it. I want to preach on now faith. Not yesterday, not tomorrow, now faith. I want to preach on now faith. We know what it is. This isn't proof of, this is the evidence is abundantly clear to those that are born again by the Spirit of God. The Spirit beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God, A+. plus. We know that we're a child of God. These things have I written unto you, hey, that believe on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that ye may know that you have eternal life. It's a no-so thing. It's not a hope. So I'm not waiting to I get there to see if I've got it. If I have, I've missed it. I, you got to know it now. You better know now that you've been born again. Jesus said you must be born again. Born again. Born by what? By the Spirit of God. Placed into the body of God. Recognized as a child of God. Living for the glory of God. Letting your light shine before a godless world. It'll cost you persecution. It'll cost you trouble. But listen, there's no other life like it. When you let pillow your head at night and know if the earth doesn't. Listen, if you don't wake on this earth the next morning, it's going to be okay. That only comes by and through the Lord Jesus Christ. You don't have that in your job. You don't have that in your family. Your mom and daddy can't give it to you. Your bank account can't hold it up for you. Don't matter the car you drive. And when it gets right down to the bottom of the barrel, all that's going to matter is if you know the Lord and the Lord, we are saved by grace through faith that not of ourselves. It's a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. It is by and through him wholly and completely. And if you're trying to sneak in some other way, you're the same as a thief and a robber and you ain't going to get past the gate. Now some people say, well, Christians ought not do this and Christians ought, listen, there's not a perfect man or woman in this room today. 
Christians do things they shouldn't do. Why is that? Because you're still living in this stinking stuff we call the flesh. One of these days, he's going to destroy this flesh. I'm not going to need this thing. He's going to give me a brand new model. But until I get the brand new model, I'm doing the best I can. Got Bondo, tune it up every now and then, fill it up with fuel, try to keep it going down the road for another 100,000 miles. One of these days, I'm going to get out, slam a door, kick a tire on this thing and walk away from it. Done with this. But as it, as it is right now, it's all I've got. So he expects me to do the best with what he's given me to do with. Now, all that being said, what's that got to do with faith? It has everything to do with faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. He's a rewarder of them that diligently, diligently seek him. You're not getting no reward. There's no diligence in your life. You can diligently seek him in a hospital bed. You can diligently seek him at home watching on the sofa. Sister Josephine couldn't come this morning. Chester said she's watching at the house. You can diligently seek the Lord wherever you're at. But if you're able to come and don't, then you're not looking for much of a reward. Now, faith. I'm going to illustrate this with a story in, in John chapter number 11. One of my favorites of all times. And I'm going to see if it's just where some of us stand today. Number one, it says, number one, when, when, when Jesus stayed away, now get this, get this. By the time the messenger gets there, Lazarus is dead. He's already dead. The guy bringing the news don't know it. But Jesus knew it. And then he not only knows he's dead, he's going to wait four days before he shows up. So that way that there's, without any question, that now he stinketh. So they're going to wait four days before he ever shows up. Jesus doing all this on purpose. But when he shows up, Martha comes running to Jesus. I'm talking about now faith. And she said, Lord, if. If. You know what if is? If is yesterday faith. Oh, I got faith for yesterday because it wouldn't be this way if. If you'd have been here, he wouldn't have died. Yesterday faith. Oh, yeah, hey, hindsight's what? Every time. Easy to have yes. If I had only not done that, this wouldn't have happened this way. I got faith for yesterday. Help me, Lord. Yesterday, faith. Martha. Martha the worker. Martha the worker. Martha the talker. You know, you, you know the only thing you find Mary ever said? And she repeated what her sister said and she didn't say, you won't find nothing else on Mary. It wasn't what she said, it's what she done. Mary didn't run around saying much. Mary just ran around doing. What she do? She chose a good part. She's at Jesus' feet washing. Listen, she's worshiping, she's washing his feet. That's where she's at. She's not talking. Mary's just doing. Martha's a talker. Nothing wrong with talkers as long as it's the word fitly spoken. She said, I've got yesterday, if, if you'd just been here, blame it on God. I'm so sick of people blaming stuff on God, I can't stand it. Every good gift and every perfect gift cometh down from above, from the Father of lights, in whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. You know why you've ever had a blessing in your life, in your entire history of your life? The only reason you've been blessed, because of God. 
You can't bring the blessings on yourself that God's given you. I'm a self-made man. No, you're not. That's a lie from the devil. You didn't create yourself. You didn't give yourself good help. God, listen, the devil would have chewed you up, he'd have sifted you like wheat and spit you out, but for the grace of God. Yesterday, Faith, he said, Martha, that brother's going to live again. She said, yay, Lord. I know he's going to live again in the resurrection in the last day. You know, you know what she's saying? She's saying, I got tomorrow, Faith. Oh, I've got yesterday, Faith. I know what would happen if. And I know what's going to happen shall because I've got tomorrow, Faith. I can't find where yesterday, Faith, or tomorrow, Faith does you any good. It's now faith that you need. It's right now. It's not next week. It's now. Get up, feel bad in the body. What do you need? You need something now. You run into a problem. You got an issue. You can't resolve something. It's not going your way. Troubled, huh? On every hand, the devil come against you. You don't need. I'm glad he's a very present help in trouble. I don't have to wait on him. But oh, how he waits on me. He wants me to have, Mike, son, just have now faith. Just know I'm already where you're going. So you don't need it. Glory to God. That helped me right there. You don't need it tomorrow. I'm already there. And you don't need it for yesterday because you done come through that. Listen to me well today, friend. You can't change one thing from yesterday. And the devil like keep you trying to do that over and over. Change yesterday. Change. Do something about yesterday. You can't do one thing about yesterday. You can do something about now. You can't do nothing about tomorrow because you may not get tomorrow. You can do something about it now. It's now faith. It's not next week faith. It's not tomorrow faith. Yesterday faith. It's now faith. We need help. We need it now. Are you still with me? Somebody said, uh, I read something the other day. They said, what does your preacher say? I, I know I say that a thousand times a message. Are you still with me? That's, I want to know. Because I can look out there and see that some's not. Let me give you four things this morning. Randall did say, Mike, you pick four and you never pick four. You'll be here all day. We got a funeral at one o'clock. We ain't going to be here all day. Now faith says come and do. Not, not think back. Not look ahead. I know where there's no vision, people perish. Not talking about that. Got to have a vision. Got to have an understanding and a word. He lights the way. But it, it, is, it is now that's going to make a difference. I'm going to illustrate this. This is what the Lord gave me. I'm going to illustrate this with a story out of the Old Testament concerning the children of Israel. You know what the children of Israel is to the church? It's our example. And it's a poor one if we follow what they've done. But it's a good one, Brother Dennis, if we do not do what they've done. Here's the problem. We're just like they are. 
We do the same things. We make the same foolish mistakes. We've got it on the page. We've read the story. We know the outcome. If you do this, you can guarantee you're going to reap some of this. And we do it in spite of ourselves. You know how that is? It's stinking stuff you live in. Here's what now faith does. Now faith does this. It survives the wilderness. Now faith survives the wilderness. You will never, if you're here, you've been born again very long. You've been saved for a short period of time. You're, you're going to come out, and our example of this is Jesus in the wilderness. Soon as the Holy Ghost descended upon him, and that was to identify him of who he was. He was all three, still all three in one. The Holy Ghost comes upon Jesus. There he is, and they see him. And, and what happens immediately, he's in the wilderness and fighting the devil. When the children of Israel comes out of Egypt, immediately they're in the wilderness and the devil's chasing them. If you've been saved very long for any extended period of time, you've learned this. And if you've been saved 20 years and you've not figured this out yet, you need a refresher course. As soon as you get to doing something for God, the devil's going to run you down. Now faith says this. Do the best you can do, bud. I will survive the wilderness. Numbers 13, here's what happens. Stephen, number 13, they come there. God's brought them through. He's brought them through the sea. That's a picture of salvation. I'm not going to preach all that this morning. He brings them through there. He brings them to the very place of getting out of the wilderness and into the promised land. I'm sorry, Nita. I'm all over the building. Close your eyes. She said you move around too much. Her eyes are bothered. They're right there at the threshold. I mean, all they got to do all they got to do is what, they, what the Lord's told them to do. All you got to do is what the Lord's told you to do. You're right at the threshold. And instead of doing what he said, they wanted yesterday faith. They went running back and said, we can't do it. That's a sad place. So we see in Numbers 13, we see the failure. But it doesn't stop there. It cost them big. But it doesn't stop there. We go to Numbers 21, and here's what we find. We find them faith to go in. God says, look, look, they wouldn't, they wouldn't do it. They wouldn't do it. But the time they went through the wilderness, every time they got up in the morning. Now faith done this. Oh, you had to go outside to get it. But if you go outside, there's manna of plenty. All you got to do is get out there and get it. There it is. Now faith said, get out of the tent. There's food aplenty. They had to do it every day. Gathered up what they needed. On the day before the Sabbath, they gathered too much or two parts. They had enough for the Sabbath day. Didn't gather none on the Sabbath day. There they had that. Every day they got up. Every day the pillar of cloud's there. When it's time to move, the pillar of cloud raised up. If they traveled at night, the pillar of cloud was a pillar of fire. They could see that. Every time they saw that, they said, you know what we got? I got now faith right now. You know what now faith will do? It'll deliver you through the wilderness. You'll come walking right through that thing. I need a bite of bread. Praise God, it's there. I need some help and strength. It's there. It's rough around me right now. It don't matter how bad. 
fight against them. Now faith says I'm making it through. Yesterday, faith, they'd still be there. Tomorrow's faith never come. But right now, what does it do? Yeah, now faith survives the wilderness. I'm glad of that today. It not only survives the wilderness. Listen, we, get, we come to Joshua 1 and 2, and here's what he said. Here's what he said. Now everybody, sidebar, permission, sidebar one minute. You ever think about, you ever think about the snake issue? And if everybody from 20 years old and up was going to die anyway. I wonder if any of them 20 years and under, 19 and under got bit by a snake. I'm off the sidebar now, I'm on to the next thing. Chew on that for a minute. Joshua 1, here's what he's going to say. You're going over. Yeah, but there's a problem. There's a problem. We've been here before. We've been here before. We've run into this. Now you, we survived. Now faith survives the wilderness. But now there's a problem. The water is spread out. I mean, it's flood stage. It's rapids. It's big. Turn around. Don't drown. It's rough. What are we going to do now? What are we going to do now? Lord said, you're going over. Oh, really? That's impossible. I can't get across that. All these kids and women, all these cattle, all this stuff, Richard, how am I going to get, this thing spread out, looks like Watts Bar. Maybe not hard that big, big. And it's running rapid. It's in the flood stage. And he says, here's what's going. You're going over. I can't go over. He said, look here, here's what's going to happen. Priest's going to come up. When he gets to the brink of that water, he's going to put his foot in it. And when he does, everything's going to change. You got to have the priest before you. Listen, now faith survives the wilderness, but now faith steps through the water. Now faith says, I don't care what the flood looks like. If the priest is before me, you carry that ark before me. You bear the ark before me. The priest goes before me. Praise God. My sheep hear my voice. I know them. They follow me. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me through the still waters. For by the still waters, it is through at this time. He stilled them for them. And when they stepped, it stood. Brother Branch brought up a valid point in Sunday school this morning. Concerning the flood of Noah, what if, don't you think that them boys, even though they'd see the rainbow, sometimes they'd think, what if this happens again? Why would he say that? Because they're just like we are. I mean, he's brought us through the wilderness. We've had a bad time at school. We've been through a bad day at work. We've had difficulties in our marriage. There's something happened with our kids. He brought us through that thing. Why? That's now faith. That's what it does. It survives the wilderness experience. But look here. Now faith steps through the water. In verse number, let me check, check my scripture. Which is chapter 1. Chapter 1, verse number 2. He said you're going through. In Joshua 3 and 16. Boy, I should have remembered that. 3, 16. The people passed over. Now faith said you're going through here. Even the ones that wanted to stay on the other side had to pass through it to fight the battle. Where are you at? 
Are you to brink? And now faith says step through it. You know what? The water is a picture of the world. I'm not going in through all that. I've, I've preached that enough here. You should have that memorized. Drinking water is the spirit. Washing water is the word. And water that you go through, on, over, or by is the world. Picture of the world. They're going through this thing. They're, you're right at that very place you don't think you can make it. And I'm telling you, when, when he leads you out on the other side, he may be leading you somewhere you don't even expect. And you look back and say, wow, how did I get here? Now, faith, that's how you got there. Right now. One of these days, Donnie Wilson, I'm going through this thing. And I'm passing through. And now faith helps me step through this water. And I'm coming out on the other side. I ain't asking God to kill me today, but I'm just going to tell you, I ain't worried about leaving. Not even a little. I don't want to leave Pat and Dusty and Joe Beth and Colin Boyd. I love the rest of you, but I don't care for you like I do them. But they'll be okay. When I'm gone, they'll be okay. I tried to instill something. Put now faith in them, not next week faith. Now faith. Not yesterday's faith. You try to live on yesterday's faith, you're not doing too good. Now, it delivers in the wilderness. It steps through the water, but I like this one. I like this one. We come to Joshua chapter 6, and here's what it does. Now faith shouts down the wall. What's that thing standing against you? Now faith shouts down the wall. What an unusual thing God asked of them. This is unusual. Don't you go out there and them guys blow the torn and walk around that thing. Don't say nothing. Just don't say nothing. Now you've come across. You've survived the wilderness. You've stepped through the water. You're into the promised land. Does the battle end in the promised land? No. This cookie and cream Christianity some of these birds are trying to sell people is a bunch of hogwash. Jesus is very clear that in this world ye shall have tribulation. You're going to have it. There's no way around it. You're living on a cursed earth. There is a curse upon this thing. We're hurting. Some of you got, we got weak voices and bad knees and backs and eyes and but, Superman here has got a pulled muscle. Just keep living. You just don't think it's going to happen to you. But here it comes. We are in that place. Jesus said that. So in the, even in the land of Canaan, of milk and honey, but I'm going to tell you, God's put me under the honey tree this past week. I drank some sweet nectar up in Ohio, and people shouted me down. They'd run and they'd like a little camp meeting, glory to God. It was wonderful. wonderful. Ivan Barnes, half his family lives up there in Dayton, Ohio, I think. It's glorious, glory. But you know what? Preacher's wife was sick, only got to come one night. One guy had to miss. This one had that, that one had this. In the midst of all the sweetness, Tommy Polson, there's the battle. There it is. 
And how faith will survive the wilderness. It'll step through the water, but it'll shout the wall down. Just, just be quiet until I tell you to say something. Go out there that last day. Oh, now, now's your time to shout. People miss their ch- opportunity to shout. A wasper nearly stung my wife one night in a meeting, and I thought if she had it, she might have shouted. If she had shouted, I'd tore the house down. why the devil didn't let her that wasp sting her <laughs> it shouts down the wall now if you've ever been in this place you'll know what I'm talking about I mean down broken and beyond troubled in despair and agony and crying out to God with everything you got And I mean, you may cry one day, you may cry three days, you may cry a year. You may cry a long time. But all of a sudden, in the middle of that cry, in the middle of that cry, now faith says, and that wall falls down. Glory to God. They couldn't do it the day before, he wouldn't let them. And they couldn't do it the day after, it wasn't time. It was now. When it had to fall. I think somebody's got one in here today. You're in the wilderness. You're trying to survive. You're struggling just to step through this thing. You're just trying to pass through the water. Maybe that wall's higher than you've ever seen it before. You're thinking there's no way that's going to fall down. Kathy, your wall fell. Your wall fell. We prayed and prayed and that wall fell down. Bless the name of God. Right in the nick of time, the wall come tumbling. Ain't it good? God's no respecter of person. If he'll take her wall down, he'll take your wall down. You just have to shout the wall down. You have to do it the way he said do it. It'll be in humility and humble obedience to God. And not be pride, puffed up, exalted. Won't be, look at me. Look what I've done. What do you mean talk about yourself? Won't be talking about yourself. You'll be talking about somebody else. Who you'll be talking about? You'll be talking about Jesus. Now faith says, I'll survive the wilderness. I've stepped through the water and I've shouted down the wall. So I thought you had four. I do. And I wasn't even going to preach yesterday. You know what now faith does? Saves the wicked. And you might be here today and say, I'm a good person and I'm not wicked. The word wicked there in the Bible, in, in John, Matthew 13, let me get it right. Matthew 13 and 49, he said he's going to sever the wicked from the just. When this is all said and done, he's going to sever, separate, cut it off, the wicked from the just. Well, say, I'm not wicked. If you're unsaved, you're wicked. The word wicked there means morally corrupt. See, without Christ, we're morally bankrupt spiritually. We don't have any hope without him. Listen, so he's going to separate, sever. That's a strong word, sever. He's going to sever the wicked from the just. Well, if you're unsaved, you're morally corrupt. Some saved and they're a little corrupt anyway. 
Why is that? Because it's not the righteousness I'm not in ours. Ours is like filthy rags. Our righteousness is, is in the Lord Jesus Christ. And there we have it. But here's what he said. The wicked from the just, or how do we get just? We are justified by A+. Plus. You know what kind of faith that is? Now. We're justified by faith. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Justified by faith. The wicked or the just? Which, which column would you fall in today? So I'm a good person. Uh, well, you may be morally, but spiritually you're bankrupt if you're unsafe. And you may be here and be a Christian today and all of a sudden you're in the wilderness and you're having trouble surviving. Listen, you need some now faith. You may be in that place he's trying to bring you through something. You don't understand it. Listen, I've been through some stuff. I don't understand it. I'll quit trying to learn. I mean, I'll try to figure it out. I'll just go on. Just take it. Just whatever happens today is going to happen. I got my faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm in that blessed hand of God. Whatever God sends my way today. Listen, if it's a train wreck, turmoil, whatever happens, it, it's going, I'm going to just trust him. Through. Why am I going to do it? I'm going to do it right now. I need it now. You need it now. You're passing through something you don't understand. There's a wall standing against you in victory. You're not claiming, the, you're not, you don't, you don't hold or possess the things that God would want you to hold or possess, spiritually speaking. Spiritually speaking. Everybody in here is too well off financially. You say, well, I'm not well off financially. Oh, I don't too, see too many Ethiopians in here today. We're eating just fine. And when it gets right down to it, that's all that's left. They may be that thing that stand against you in victory. And you need to shout that thing down. Why well, do I do that? I do that with now faith. They had to do it when he said do it. If you're unsaved today, if you're unsaved today, there's a preacher up there saying for us this week, I love, they're, they're a good group. It's, it's Mike Blanton's nieces and nephews and sister-in-law and, and Mike's brothers quit singing with them. Brian, but, 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 they sing all week, sing Monday through Friday, done a great job every night, great job. Still forgiven. The, 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 the pastor never got their name right one night, I don't think, did he? He called them still redeemed, still saved, still, he, he, he just everything under the sun. It's still, they've done a great job. This preacher's, young preacher, part of the group, he's there on Friday night and we're up in the prayer room and heaven come in, come in and remind them of our prayer room men. Heaven come in the prayer room, and that little beardy preacher said, he said, my mama's here tonight, and she's unsaved. He said, boy, she's come, she's heard me preach, heard us sing, and said, she's here tonight, and she's unsaved, I'm telling you, God rung my bell. I thought, boy, right now, this is it tonight. I praise God, I'm going to cast that bait out there and set the hook on her, reel her right in for Jesus. I mean, I was going to horse her in. I wasn't going to get the dip net or nothing. I couldn't find her in the congregation. I didn't know which one she was. And I preached and preached. I preached on heaven. It was sweet. It was sweet. And I was standing there after church. And this boy come up and hug me thinking she wouldn't move. She wouldn't move. James Blair's granddaughter moved this week to Chelsea. Used to come to this church a long time ago. 
She comes to the altar. Lynn Blair. Jean, I thought James has got to be looking over heaven saying, praise the Lord. She wouldn't move. She'd come up to me after church, Dennis. And she knows somebody from, she's got people in Crossville, Tennessee. Maybe she'll come here. She wouldn't move that night. She's looking for tomorrow's faith. She's expecting God's going to give her tomorrow. Peyton, she may not get tomorrow. She may not get tomorrow. You think you're going to get tomorrow. She may not get tomorrow. Now is the accepted time. Now. Today is the day of salvation. Now is the accepted time. That's faith now. That's faith now. Do you have that today? What are you fighting against? Play me something, Marie. What are you fighting against? Are you in the wilderness? He's saying, come on over. Will I have, still have trouble? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but it's better over here. It's sweeter. Get out of the wilderness. What about the water? I'm trying to bring you through something. But you can't stand on the bank and stare at it. If David had never confronted Goliath, he'd still be in the valley. He had to come out. You'll have to, you'll have to pass through the, the, whatever it is. We're going to stand to our feet. She's going to play. Tony, you can be hunting that song if you would. If you need to come today and you're here and you're unsaved, if you're here and you're unsaved today, why would you not make this today? How many times has God got to beg with you? How many times has God got to beg you? Why don't you just come today and say, help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. He'll save you today if you'll come. While we sing, while we sing, people coming to pray, you ought to come and pray today. Would you come? Pastor Mike McCoy, thanking you for joining us at the Time of Truth.